All right, so we're back with Sports Time. We got our first caller talking about the University of Dayton Flyers basketball team. How are we doing, Dom? Uh, doing well. How about yourself? You know, living the dream. So what? It, what? Appreciate it. What's your take on on Dayton Flyers? Um, they're a very special basketball program. Um, I, I read through Twitter. I noticed that you had mentioned that they are very overrated, and they have yet to have a key win. I mean, I can agree with that, but their strength of record and the numbers they're putting up are pretty damn impressive. Pretty dang impressive, excuse me. So uh, I noticed also that San, you said San Diego State was a um was a, another good team. Well, not that they're a good team. I said they are also overrated. If you go back and read it, yeah, I don't. I disagree with San Diego State being at number four. I I don't agree with that at all. Um, I replied to somebody saying that. I forget who I replied to. You can go back and look at it. But yeah, I disagree with San Diego State being that high up as well. They don't have they, their best wins. The twenty second team in the country. So like, what are they doing? I understand. Um, I just, just, just like off the record, what college do you go to? Uh, I'm a student at. It's actually funny. I go to the Sinclair, but I'm enrolled as a Sinclair, UD. Okay. I'm enrolled as a UD student through the academy. I go to Sinclair for two years, and then I go to Dayton for two years. Oh, okay. I just, I just wondered. But how many, how many Dayton games have you watched this year? Seven or eight. Yeah, I watched. Eight. I watched uh, the entire Maui. Which was very impressive. I can't okay. lie, that was very impressive. I watched. Uh, I watched. Guys in the top twenty-five. What'd you say? I said that's what got us in the top twenty-five. Correct. Yep, there. that's the reason. Um, then I got. I watched when they played Duquesne. I watched when they played St. Louis both times. I've watched uh, Fordham. Okay. I've watched. Fordham. Fordham wasn't a good one to watch, but yeah. Well, you know it's Fordham, so what can you do? St. Louis right, was a well, good I guess game. Moving on to... Moving on to, I guess, so our, our records. We're 22 and 2. And? Um, our, our strength of schedule, I guess, our strength of schedule, I guess, isn't the highest, but we have in the A10. There are some pretty good teams in there. Uh, VCU in the net rankings. Do you know what the net rankings are? Yeah, they're, uh, VCU's 34th in the net rankings. 34, 35, yeah. 34, yep. 36. Correct. And then, as well as St. Mary's, who we beat, I, I don't remember how much we beat them by. Probably like 10 or something like that. I think it was 11. But, yeah. 39th in the, the net rankings. Correct. Um, as well as, where was this? Uh, what did I say? Um, St. Mary's. Uh, you also mentioned earlier how you said that they didn't have any ranked wins, and you mentioned that San Diego State has ranked wins. Well, I guess, to put that in perspective, San Diego State had beaten Creighton and Iowa, I believe you said? Correct. And they are now ranked teams. Yeah, they're not ranked teams, I guess. So uh, Dayton has beaten St. Mary's and VCU. And in week one, St. Mary's was ranked 18. So in the eyes of the AP poll, they were thought very high of. And VCU, week three and week four, was also ranked, uh, respectively, 21 week three and uh, 20th week four. Okay, but... So what are your thoughts on that? Where are they now? They're not in the top 25. They exactly. They're not in the top 25. Like that, yeah. So my okay, point is, so. my point is, is this, is... If you play a team at the beginning of the year, like Ohio State, who was ranked second in the nation, and now where are they at? Like 50th? They've lost like eight in a row. Ohio State had a good start to the year. But do you get to count them as a quality win if they don't play in the NCAA tournament? It's – I don't know if you like college football, but when oh, you – Oh, I do. I'm a, I'm a Notre Dame fan. So, okay, Notre Dame fan. So, you know USC 
played Alabama two years ago, and USC was ranked like seventh to start the season to play Alabama. The committee rode Alabama beating USC all the way to selections, the Selection Sunday show for the college football playoffs saying they beat a top 10 team. Well, where was USC at the end of the season? They were 6-6 six and six in like 60th ranked in the country. So like where you start is fine. Yeah, if you, beat, if you beat them at the beginning of the year, good, good win. But at the end of the year, if they're like 40th, or in this case, they're what, 34th in the net, it's not a top 25 win. Nor do I count, I don't count wins now that happened outside or inside the top 25 that are now outside the top 25, which is why Houston and LSU both don't have top 25 wins. If they counted like that, then they would have top 25 wins. Yeah. All right. So I guess, um, so going back to uh, strength of schedule uh, and strength of record, I, I went on to some research about it. Um, Aiden's strength of record is 11th in the nation. Okay. So what, what, what do you take into perspective strength of record versus strength of schedule, I guess? Well, so correct me if I'm wrong. Strength of record is like... I don't know how to explain it, but like it's all of your opponent's records put into one and averaged out. Is that is that what I'm getting at? Uh, that makes sense. Yes. So your strength of record is going to be correspondent to the conference you're in. The A10 isn't a Power Five conference, which you know it's not a knock on the A10. They're just not a Power Five conference. But your 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 strength of record is only good as your conference. And okay. the A10 is probably not one of the five best conferences. They could be up there. I'm not going to lie. They have a good top four no, teams. I, I, you said you not think A10 is going to be a two or three team. Two or three team. Uh, two or three teams will get a bid to the 20 this year. You don't think that? I didn't say I didn't think that. I said I don't think they're a top five conference in America. Now, okay. the whole point of getting two or three teams in, I think it's it's very possible. I, I think they might get three teams in. But at the end of the day... If UD doesn't win, okay, let's put it this way. UD loses the A-10 tournament to the, the last-ranked team in the A-10. They steal a bid. Not likely. Well, I understand that, but I'm just saying, to put it in perspective, if they steal yeah, a bid, yeah, then I, the I, A-10 I could get four teams in. But at the end of the day, yeah, one they, of your teams was, I mean, they, they won the tournament, so yeah, you got to give them props, but to what extent does that rank the A-10? Okay. All right, so I guess... Since you don't, since you believe San Diego State and Dayton are uh, overranked, correct. So who would would you rather be the top six if you were AP top twenty-five voter? You want my top six? Yes, I'd love to hear your top six. Baylor, prove themselves Baylor. day in and day out. Kansas at two. Gonzaga at three. Gonzaga kind of falls into the, like their conference is okay. It's getting better. But Kansas and Baylor, I think, are just better. So Gonzaga would go to three. Louisville to four. Duke just beat Florida State. Florida State follows. And uh, do, you have, do you have Louisville after, uh, excuse me, Florida State after Louisville? No, Louisville, Duke, Florida State. Okay, okay. Do you have, do you have Louisville, Duke? Okay. So you're not going to take account for the Stephen F. Austin loss that Duke had earlier in the season at home? No. No, but, that's, but, that's, that's a bad loss. But why do you get to count the Kansas as a good loss? Is any loss a good loss? Well, I guess when you go into the looking back at that loss, it was neutral site. So Dayton hasn't lost at home or on the road. 
that there was a 90 to 84 loss. It took Dotson and Azubuke both driving a combined 60 points to defeat Dayton. If Dotson and Azubuke don't score 60 points, I think Dayton wins in a landslide. I don't know if it would be a landslide. How how big's a landslide? How big's a landslide? Ten to fifteen points. Ten to fifteen. You think they'd beat ten beat Kansas by ten to fifteen? On a neutral court in a situation like that, I believe if Isaac Bouquet or Dodson didn't both draft thirty that game, Dayton would have won that game by ten to fifteen points. Games played today, neutral site played in California. Who's winning the game, Dayton or Kansas? Dayton. Well, no, no, have you seen anyone this year that's been able to match up strongly against Obi Toppin? Obi Toppin is the top five draft pick. I'm excited for Obi. I'm not taking anything away from Obi. He's going to come to the Cavs probably. Cavs, okay. I'm I'm a Cavs fan, obviously, so I kind of want him. But I mean, I'm not going to lie. Obi Toppin's a good player. I, you can't take that away from him. But as far as matching up, it's tough to match up against him. But it's tough to match up against all the top five draft prospects anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, your, your second, third, and fourth draft prospects are also going to be really hard to guard and really hard to match up against. I just right. So, let me ask you this. Neutral site game. I'm going to run through some teams. You tell me who wins. All right, yes, sir. Dayton versus Baylor. Neutral site. Dayton versus Baylor. Neutral site. I haven't watched enough on Baylor this year, so I wouldn't be able to tell you that much. Okay, that's fair. Have you watched any Gonzaga ball? Gonzaga, no, there's no, I don't watch Gonzaga. Okay. I've only watched like major like ACC teams. I guess. Okay, perfect. Louisville, neutral site. Louisville, Louisville neutral site. That'll be a tough one. I get that's a fifty-fifty. I guess I I don't know many players on Louisville. Um, does does Louisville have any good bigs? Because you gotta be able to guard Obi. So Obi can play like a five. He also can play like a two at the same time. Obi can play anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. He's versatile. So. So if I, if I knew more about Louisville, I'd be able to give you a strong answer to that. But I, I'm unfortunately not give you a strong answer on that one. If you're going to say coin flip? That's not the coin flip game for me. I'm going to say Louisville. But anyway, Duke. Duke, Dayton. Duke, who on, uh, who on, who on Duke? Excuse me. Duke barely beat North Carolina. North Carolina is not good. North Carolina plays in ACC. They're dead last in the ACC. ACC is a good conference, but in the, they, have Cole, they have Cole Anthony Edwards. Or, it's not Cole Anthony Edwards, it should be Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony should be a good player. He's, the, not, he's not putting up the numbers that he should be. He's not. The team it has the talent, has the recruits. They have Roy Williams as a coach, and they're not putting up numbers. But, but let me so, stump you. Cole Anthony's coming off a, like a knee injury, dog. He's not playing his best ball. Five-star recruit. That so, step up for them. I just, I just feel like Duke is is, is not Duke is a good team, but that Stephen F. Austin loss is not gonna not gonna get it for me, man. So so you're gonna so, count so Duke I guess, out. I guess, all right, so going back to the Duke conversation, Duke and North Carolina play again. Who wins? Duke. You, Duke, you think Duke would win? Yes. Even after it took them a lucky a lucky excuse me, I'm not gonna curse a lucky a lucky buzzer beater and then a lucky I guess. Hang on, stop right there. Stop right there. I'll stop. How did... Can you remind me how Dayton beat St. Louis? Was it not a buzzer beater? I, I, okay, buzzer beaters win are wins, I guess. Yeah. So then why are you taking but, it away from Duke? So, so for, if we're comparing St. Louis to North Carolina, 
Sue would win that game because I can wholeheartedly agree that St. Louis is a better opponent overall than North Carolina at this time. Cole Anthony's healthy? If or, Anthony's healthy, yes. Pre-season pre Cole Anthony or current Cole Anthony is, is the question? Both. Both. I'll, I will take both and St. Louis would win that game. If they can make free throws. So a healthy Cole Anthony and a healthy North Carolina loses to St. Louis at a neutral site. Yes, 100%. I, I will stand with that. Okay. I mean, I'm going to respect your opinion. Um, I don't – I think North Carolina is – okay, let me put it this way for you. Where would UD be at in the ACC? Where would they be ranked? All right, so let me let me on my computer. I'll pull, I'll pull up the ACC and I'll look through all their records. I'll okay, so you got you got Louisville, Duke, Florida State, NC State, Virginia, Syracuse, and I don't think I should go on past Syracuse. Okay. So you think they're gonna fall in between? So it, it's Louisville, Duke, Florida State. I think I think they I think they'd fall in between. That there'd be that would be a top three team, top four team in the ACC. I I can agree with that. Because Duke's losses this season, going back and looking at Duke's losses this season, they lost to Clemson. Okay. On on the road, Clemson is a not a good basketball program right now. Four, 11 and 12 overall, 10th in the ACC, okay. lost three straight. Um, it, they're just they're just not good. Okay. Clemson, so you're talking about? State. I'm sorry. You said they're just not good. That's Clemson, obviously, not Duke. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to clarify. If, if, if Duke's losing to Stephen F. Austin and Clemson, those are two very poor losses. Like not 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 score wise, but opponent wise. Okay. Taking that in consideration. Okay. Looking at Florida State, I'm not I'm not saying these teams are all bad. I'm just saying that if you're trying to prove that Dayton should be in the ACC, uh, I just think those losses were inconsistent with what you would call a top uh, five team. Okay. Duke. So, so going back and looking at Florida State, okay, they lost at they lost at the beginning of the season. They lost to Pitt. Pitt is let me see where they are. They are fifteen to nine overall. That that's a poor loss. Fifteen and, and nine. Uh, is that what you said? Fifteen and nine. Let me find Pitt. Yes, they're fifteen and nine, six and seven in conference play. And that would put them what seventh in the ACC? I'm just going off the top of my head. I don't have it pulled up in front of me. Seventh or eighth? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes, eight? Okay. Eight, I'm just going off the top of my and head. And then down, and then uh, down to Florida State, I guess. They lost to Indiana by, um, let me see. By, they lost to Indiana by 16. Okay. Indiana right now. 15 and 8, 10th in the Big Ten. Okay. That, there's losses that's inconsistent with what you would call a... A good team. I'm not. I'm not discrediting Florida State. They're a good, solid overall team, but I just do not believe they. The losses aren't comparable to Dayton's losses. But why would we compare losses? Why not compare compare, losses? compare wins? Because I, because you have uh, Dayton, I guess. I'll, I'll agree with you. They do not have any top twenty-five wins with numbers next to their names. But that's not that's not what happens. Dayton is a small school in the middle of Ohio. Ten thousand, ten thousand undergrads. They're, they're an A-10 team for a reason. We Our sports aren't that powerful yet. But if you move us out of the A-10 for a year, do you think we can have, or would you think we'll be able to afford a bid within a, an ACC conference or a in a Big Ten conference? Those, those teams, those schools are rather large. They require a lot of money. I just don't think we'd be able to afford that is what I'm trying to say. So I guess if you're trying to say Dayton's schedule is trash, 
we can look at their losses. I guess since they don't have any key wins. And well, I'm not. Their losses. I'm not saying their their schedule's trash because it, it's not their fault. They're in the A10. They don't get to pick and choose where they go. You know. Yeah. But so my point is, you can't look at losses as good things. You have to look at wins. Because if you look at losses, if you go specifically off of losses, Dayton has two top 25 losses. Why didn't they win those games? If they're a top six team in the country, they're winning those games then. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll move on from that topic. Well, answer me that. If they're a top six team, how are they losing to the 15th team in the country? Um, that's a buzzer beater. That was a buzzer beater. If they don't make that three, Dayton wins that game. Dayton's a top three team, in my opinion, right there. Okay. And if, one, or 23 and one, you cannot count that team out of the top three right there. If Dayton doesn't make their buzzer beater against St. Louis, where are they at? They're out of the top ten. So you can't say what they if. They would, drop, they, would, they would still stay in the top ten. No, they and would not. If they didn't beat St. Louis. They'd be 21 and three for time. If they didn't beat St. Louis, you see they'd still be in the top ten? Yes, sir. All right. What? How? They haven't won any of their top 25 games, and then they went and lost to an A-10 conference, what, their second in the A-10? Dayton? Or no, not Dayton. Dayton's one in the A-10. St. Louis. St. Louis, no. Um, I think, let me look at the A-10 standings, because I believe uh, St. Louis is three or four in the A-10. And they all have 17, 18 wins. Let's pull that up. Uh, St. Louis is 17-7. They are 1-2-3-4-5-6. They're 7th in the, in the HS. So how are you going to tell me has, that losing to the 7th team in the ACC is terrible for you, but if Dayton loses to the 7th team ranked in the A-10, it doesn't matter. Like, screw it. They're still in the top 10. Like, how does that make any logical sense? If you lose to the 7th okay. ranked team in any conference, in your opinion, if it's the ACC, the Big Ten, the Mountain West, the SEC... That's a bad loss, but for Dayton, it's an okay loss because they're a small conference. Is that what I'm getting? Okay, so we're going to go look at the number 17 in the Atlantic 10, which is, I guess, if you're the St. Louis Billikens, at 17 and 7. Um, and then we're going to go look at the number 17 in the ACC, which is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Notre Dame. I'm a Notre Dame fan, yes. 15 and 9. That team is 15 and nine versus a 17 and 17. So you're comparing, I guess, if the top seven, if the number 17 in the Atlantic 10 is 17 and seven, the number 17 in the ACC is 15 and nine. Who do you think is better? Notre Dame versus St. Louis. Who wins? Yeah. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. All right. Why? Why wouldn't they? All right. Why wouldn't they? You, so you just you don't think St. Louis it could be possibly a team that make the tournament? I never said they wouldn't make the tournament, but they got to make a run in the A10 to make the tournament. All right. You're good. So we are currently on call with Dom from University of Dayton, discussing uh, you know. Are they a pretender? Are they a contender? He's taking a little bit of a break, so we're going to give him that for just a second. And, uh, you know, when he comes back, we'll start up again. All right. 
right. So I guess I guess we've hit much of a landslide here. We're just pointing pointing back and forth, I guess. So I guess the only thing left to I have to say is we'll just have to wait until March to, to to play out, I guess. Because I guess UD always will have a chance to win a game because we haven't lost at home, we haven't lost on the road this year. We we haven't lost in regulation. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that they're the number one team in the nation, but I, I'm saying that they deserve to be where they are. Let me. So you need to guard Obi. If, if you're going to beat Dayton this year, you need to find a way to stop Obi from dropping 10 points, 10 or more points. You need to find a way to shut down uh, Jalen Crusher. And also, Ronnie Chapman, he hasn't been talking about much this year. Ronnie Chapman can guard any guard in the nation. And I will stand by that. Ronnie Chapman is one of the best defensive players in the A-10, if not the nation. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, he's he's a good defensive ball player. I can't you can't take that away from him. He's a good player. I got two questions for you, and then I'll let you go if you want, or if you want to talk a little bit more or have something that the question sparks, you're more than welcome to talk about it. All right, what about these questions? The first question. Let's say Baylor and Gonzaga both lose their next eight games. They finished twenty-one and nine and twenty-five and nine. Okay. Dayton, Kansas, San Diego State, and Louisville all win out. So then you'd be putting Kansas at like twenty-nine and three, San Diego State at thirty-two and three, Louisville around thirty and three, and then UD around thirty and three after the A ten tournament and whatever. And then Duke wins out and well obviously that can't happen because Duke and Louisville, but Duke loses one more, Florida State loses one more, puts them at 29 and 4 and 29 and 4 for Florida State and Duke. Is Duke a one seed in the NCAA tournament? No. No, you don't Not think they're a one seed? No. Why? I, I think looking off, looking off at Duke this year, they have lost to Stephen F. Austin. Not Duke, is, Dayton. Dayton, uh, Dayton, number one seed in yeah. the nation? Yes, I, I would stand by that. If they went out, if they went out and everything falls in their court, they will be a number one seed. Right now, they're projected to be a number two seed. Correct. By by ESPN analysts who are pros at this, they their living is to take a look at NCAA teams, analyze them, take a look at the numbers, the wins they're putting up, and to rank them. Okay. So yes, I I would I would stand by that. I would trust a ESPN official over anyone else who would think. The, so you're, you're... I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna target you. But I'm saying I would take ESPN ESPN's opinion over your opinion in regards to Dayton being ranked where they are. I. Can't disagree with you. I'm an amateur. They're professionals. Like you said, that's what they get paid to do. But we're talking about the same ESPN officials that made Virginia the number one team in the nation in the tournament that lost to the 16th seed. The same team that made Michigan State the number two team in the or in the March Madness, and they lost to their 15th seed, Middle Tennessee State. The same so team that had Duke lose to Lehigh. Dayton, Dayton being overrated here, or are we talking about Virginia last year in the tournament or two years ago, I guess. I'm just countering your point of saying that these officials know everything. They, they, I, I, I'm pretty sure that they, they take a lot more into consideration than us in this podcast. They have a lot more professional numbers. They have a lot more professional standpoints on these takes. They've seen all these teams play. They watch these teams play for a living. So, I guess both of us are amateurs, but at the end of the day, I, ESPN and, I guess, Sports Illustrated, CBS, all these analysts have Dayton projected to be right where they are. They are likely on track. I've seen many analysts like Jay Billis and um, John Rothstein, I guess Rothstein, whatever his name is, saying Dayton could possibly be a Final Four team. That is a possibility if all the cards play right. 
everyone stays healthy, Obi Toppin goes off, like continue has. Yes, I will stand by that point. Dayton could possibly be a Final Four team. Well, yeah, any two seed can. Okay, so your last thing I got for you, then I'll let you go. I don't want to take too much of your time. I know um, you're in school still. Um, there's 26 major stats. How many of those major stats do you think Dayton falls in the top 50? What do you mean by uh, major stats? Field goal percentage, like field goal percentage, rebounds, right. turnover margin, three point percentage, free throws, steals, blocks. All right, we talk that. I guess uh, points per game. No, no, no. I just want you to give me an estimate on how many of the 26 you think they're in the top 50 schools in the nation. I'll give you two or three. No, no, no. I don't want you to give them to me. I have them in front of me. How many do you oh, I have think? Me too, buddy. You have what? I have right in front of me, too. Okay, so then, then you'll know that they're the number one field goal percentage. They're the number two in assists. They're the number four in the win-loss. They're the number six scoring offense. And they're the number seventh assist turnover ratio. Is that what you have in front of you? I, I have... I, I I have a little bit of different stats, but it all rounds out the same. Yes. Right. I'm all, I'm going off yeah, of. Yeah, um, yeah, you're, you're a little you're a little have way more numbers than I have. So it's, it's, you're good. Continue. Yeah, I'm I'm going straight off of the NCAA website where they update the stats every hour. So that's where I'm taking my information. If you want to go look after this, or if you want to follow along now, you're more than welcome to. Just so you don't think I'm pulling this out of the air. Um, I just typed in uh highest. What I typed in, I typed in highest field goal percentage in the NCAA basketball. Pulled up NCAA, showed UD as number one. Then I went through the 26 other stats. In 26 stats, 21 of them, they fall outside the top 50. Let me rattle them off real quick. Defensive rebounding, offensive rebounding, turnover margin, total rebounding, scoring defense, block shots, fewest turnovers, defensive field goal percentage, free throw percentage, rebound margin, steals, three-point defense, three points per game, three-pointers made, three-point percentage, total blocks, total rebounds, rebounds per game, steals, forced turnovers, and turnovers per game. So they can't rebound. Okay. Now, I will give you this. The offensive rebounding for Dayton is terrible because their field goal percentage is so good. They don't have many opportunities to do rebounds. So I will pull hard. Cards at once, so we're not playing many bigs, but yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can throw rebounding out of this. I understand that. Like, it's just on there because it's there. But throw rebounding out of it. They make so many percent of their shots. Like, they don't have many opportunities to rebound. So I'm, I'm cool. Throw that out. So then, okay. three-point defense. They're not in the top 50. So opponents that can shoot the three-ball well are going to have their way with Dayton. I see that. But I guess we haven't run into an opponent that has that has three-point shot like that. Because you know where you will run into that opponent? March. Where? March, yes. Who, against who? Whoever your draw is. I mean, I, I mean, your draw could be anywhere from... UD playing Wright State to UD playing Bowling Green to UD playing UC Irvine. Like, your draw is, is crazy. All right. I, I, guess, I guess so in March, who is your team you cheer for? Let's talk about that. Who do I root for in March? Yes. Syracuse. Syracuse. Yes, sir. So, okay. So, I know you're not trying to say that Syracuse is better than Dayton this year. No, I'm not. But By March, no means have I ever said that, nor will I ever say that, because Syracuse is terrible this year. Okay. All right. So, I, I, won't, I won't start coming at you I mean, if you want to come at me for Syracuse, you can. I already know everything. They suck. They can't rebound. They can't guard the three. They can't shoot the three this year besides Joe Girard. They turn the ball over way too damn much. It's just a bad year for Syracuse. I'm not going to lie. They're not having a good year. Well, I guess, I guess we'll, uh, I don't know. 
I guess we'll end on that. I guess we'll have to go with uh, what happens in March. Um, and good talking to you. I guess uh, I'll see you later, folks. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you spending some time with me. So that was Dom from the University of Dayton. Um, obviously, a lot of the things we don't agree on, he, he I mean, that's his school. He's going to root for his school. Um, you know, he did have a lot of good points. A lot of the things he said were, were right. UD's got one loss to Kansas and one loss to Colorado, both in overtime. Both really good games for Dayton. But I just don't think that UD has has proved themselves he he would bring up the point like duke lost to sfa okay i understand duke lost to sfa but that was at the beginning of the year duke's come along more now duke's playing better ball did they almost lose to north carolina yes but didn't every team have a close game like it's college basketball anything can happen duke could go out and be a two seed and lose in the first round Duke could run the table the rest of the season, be a two seed, and lose in the first round. It's basketball. But my main point, which I didn't, I didn't get to it with him. Um, I'd read him all the 26 major stats. Five of them, UD was in the top 10 in. The other 21, they're not in the top 50. I don't know where they're at because the, the rankings only go up to 50. But they're outside the top 50. Now, offensive and defensive rebounding. Defensive rebounding is key. He. They don't play a lot of bigs, like he said. But in March, you're going to have to find a way. Because if you can't rebound on defense and they're getting two, three, four shots off of possession, you're going to get run off the court. If, if they have a guy that's standing 6'10", no, nah, not even 6'10", 6'6", 6'7", underneath the hoop, and he's getting rebound after rebound laying them in, you're going to get smoked. I don't care how well you shoot the three. I don't care how well you shoot the ball. Um, from the field goal. Free throw percentage is another thing that, da that Dayton is not good at. Defensive field goal percentage is another thing they're not good at, which that means that the defense scores the ball, and then that's their field goal percentage. On average, they're not inside the top 50 on defense. UD's defense is not elite. UD's defense is not top 10. I don't know how many of you have watched UD games. I'm going to imagine a lot of you have watched almost all of them because this is going to be a probably majority UD crowd. UD was up against Duquesne by 20 in the second half, and Duquesne all but tied it up with about four minutes to go. Defense struggled. Offense went on like an eight-minute drought. You can't do that in March. You're not playing Duquesne in March. You're playing LSU in March. You're playing Creighton in March. You're playing Villanova in March. You're not playing Duquesne. You're not playing Fordham in March. You're not playing st louis you're playing power five sec big 10 acc florida states dukes you know wisconsin's maryland's you're playing those guys you're not playing the a10 in march so did he have a lot of good points about about dayton yes as i mean he knows his stuff about ud but as far as them being a potential number one seed i can't see it I can't see them being a number one seed. I don't know. Um, a lot of you, obviously, uh, are fans of Dayton, which is why I uh, did this podcast tonight. Like I said, 
thanks again to Dom. Um, really appreciate him coming on, spending his time with me. I know it's they got school class, whatever tomorrow. It's getting late. Um, but yeah, um, Dom. I didn't know Dom before seven o'clock tonight. But like I said, it's always an open invite. If I have a topic I tweet out and I'm going to talk about it and you want to talk about it, shoot me a DM. Like that's exactly what Dom did, and and we you know we had this 30 minute conversation. I think it was productive. I mean, we had some of the same points like SDSU not being top 10 and and whatnot. But I think I think he was a little out of line going with saying that U, uh, UD would be the third best team in the ACC outside of Duke and Louisville and all them. But just uh, another another late stat I just got in is is VCU is the only team in the A10 to have a top 25 win. The only team in the A-10 to have a top 25 win. But I'm going to wrap up this podcast. It was really fun. Um, yeah, like I said, always an open invite to come on. I really appreciate Dom for doing that. Didn't have to do it. But yeah, um, if you're listening and you want to talk about something, hit me in the DMs. Appreciate every single one of you out there. This was Sports Town. <laughs>